This is the First Security Financial Show with David Compton from First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, David provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is David Compton to help you find out how to be secured financially. Good morning, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. Good morning. Welcome to the First Security Financial Show. We're talking retirement. We're talking about, are you taking your retirement medicine? Retirement medicine, what's that? You know, many of as we get older and we talk retirement, unfortunately, uh, it's the time in our lives where we start developing maybe health issues, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Uh, maybe we're a diabetic, maybe we got some issues, hereditary issues, a whole slew of health issues start to come in, in play as we get older. The key is, what do you do when you go to a doctor? So when you start feeling bad, you think something's wrong, you go to your doctor, and what does he generally do? In most cases, they're going to write out a prescription. They may tell you, put you on a restrictive diet, stay away from certain foods, tell you you need to lose some weight. If you're a smoker, they're going to tell you you need to quit smoking. So they're going to tell you all those things. Now, how do you benefit? You got to apply what the doc says to do. If you don't take the medicine and you got high blood pressure, you're susceptible to a stroke. And it, and it may not happen tomorrow. Right. But down the road, when you least expect it, it will. And at the same time is really, didn't you just waste your time going to the doctor if you're not going to take the prescription that he gives you? If you're not willing to follow through on what he said to do, then you really wasted your money going to the doc. So the whole point here, the same principles, though, apply when you're taking your retirement medicine, okay? So you come and sit down with us. You sit down with an advisor. And, and our firm writes out a prescription. We put a plan together for you. Spell out the plan, the steps that you need to do, the things that you need to do. We're going to give you a prescription. It's up to you what you do with the prescription. If you don't allow us to implement it, put it into play, you, you, you're not going to have a chance. So the whole key is you need... You need some retirement medicine. Now, how do you know what medicine you need to do that you need to take, rather? Well, there's, there's certain things that are critical to understanding that you need to know, that you need to have a, a good understanding of in order to be able to effectively retire and to effectively know what prescriptions are going to work best for you and your circumstance your situation. Everybody's is different. Just as everybody's health is different, everybody's retirement health is different as well. Some people don't need a lot of income because they have those taken care of. And some people need a whole bunch of income. 
Um, and so th those are just factors as well. But it's really about educating yourself, having a better understanding. And it's no different than going to a doctor. If a doctor says you've got a certain condition, many of us today, especially with the ability to, to go on and get on a computer and Google a, sp a specific illness, we can find out all the pros and cons of the illness. And we look at some of the medicines they give us, and some of the medicines might be worse than the, the, the disease, disease itself. itself. Right. And so you got to look at, at, at that. And that helps you to see if the, the course that that doctor prescribed to you is in line with what you're trying to do. And, and the same thing here with retirement. We generally take two to four visits with clients, so we make sure we get the prescription right based upon – a client's needs and specific uh, circumstances, his time frame, him, his and her time frame for retirement, how much income you're going to need. And the big one, I, one of the biggest ones I think of is your risk tolerance. How much risk are you willing to take? How much is not too much? Do you understand the implications if the market's up? Hey, that's great. I love it when the market's up. But do you understand when the market comes down, how you can be impacted and when that happens what type of income plan do you have in place how is a downturn in the market going to directly affect your ability to get income in retirement see those that could be the downside of that prescription that's not so that's right. good for you because you need to know that you need to know wow am i going to get that phone call that says bob mary Y'all need to back off on the income right now because the market's down 30%. We need to give it some time to come back. Whoa, that's not what I bargained for. I, I, just because the market's down doesn't mean that I don't still have bills that I need to pay in retirement, and I'm not about to go wanting to go back to work at this right. point. And, and that person that you're talking to should be able to tell you that, because we do, that if you want this much risk based off your, your risk tolerance – you should get this much gain, but also if the market comes down, this is what you expect it to go the other way. So there's a balance there to know, okay, how much am I going to make? How much am I going to lose? Nobody can predict exactly, but you should be able in a, in a ballpark based off your risk tolerance, be able to somewhat have an idea of how the market affects you, especially when it's coming down. Well, you need to know how, how much, yeah, you're right, how much, and, and we call that standard deviation yes. as to how much risk you're, you're taking in a particular portfolio, in a particular fund. You can break it down a number of different ways because sometimes clients have money spread out all over the place in, a lot of di in several different portfolios, and each one of those portfolios carries a certain measure of risk. And they may not all be on the same page. That's exactly right. And what happens with that is, all right, so what prescription is going to work for that? It, it's really, that's where a plan comes into play. Because you need everything to work together in harmony. Much, much like when you go to one doctor and you go to another doctor. So if you go to the second doctor, does he know what prescription the first doctor has given you? prescribed to you many times it's the the drugstore that catches those things but sometimes one doctor sees a condition you have which is really a side effect from the medicine the first doctor gave you right and he writes you another prescription for the side effect 
And next thing you know, it might be counteracting something else you're taking. Or they give you the same prescription yep, for the same, same thing. And you're taking two, two of, them. of them. Right. It's the same thing when I had that happen this week, David. I had a client came in, and he had different things with different people, and they all had him in the same thing. Yeah. In other words, his investments were overlapping. Right. He was in some funds with one guy, some funds with another, and they were he. And what happens is, is your diversification. I see it all the time. Some clients have way more investments in the real estate sector uh, of the market. Some of them have way more in the banking sector or the health sector or uh, industrial sector of the market. So they can you can be overloaded in one sector and and the disadvantage of that is you want to be evenly spread over a number of different sectors because if one sector drops down for whatever reason you don't want to have too much exposure in that one sector as well and once again uh it's it's about getting your retirement medicine are you taking your retirement medicine or are you uh, do you have a prescription for your retirement that's really the key. Prescription is a plan, and the plan is going to help you see. And the way we put together a plan, it's based on uh, several different prescriptions. And, and basically, first and foremost, it's the risk tolerance prescription is the first one. Understanding who you are as an investor, uh, who you are uh, as an individual, how much loss can you stomach? Different people have different abilities to stomach that i see i see clients come in and they say man look i'm not worried about the market going down i want to i'm i want to get as much return as i can and they're willing to do that and we look at the difference is is make sure you're not taking too much unnecessary risk because some portfolios carry more risk but you don't get the reward that goes with it it's 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 you just get all the risk you just get more risk so that doesn't that's not good either so you need to know how that works for you. And, and so our risk tolerance, I, I, I couple that with what we call, call the color of money risk analysis or the COMRA. Color of money risk analysis. And if you go to our website, uh, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com, there's a COMRA report. And what the COMRA does, we know what your risk tolerance. When you take our 11-question pr- risk tolerance we assign a number or a score to where you are. Across the board, the majority of investors are in that uh, uh, balanced range, 50-50, meaning they're okay and comfortable with 50% of their assets in equities and 50% in, in um, green money or safe money investments whether that's in the bank, whether that's CDs, whether it's bonds, whether it's annuities, whatever it is, that's green money. So they're comfortable with about a 50-50 mixture. Some people in that balance could be 40-60, 45-55. In those range is still a balance. It's close to that. But what the commerce does, it says even though you might be a balanced investor, where, how are your current investments placed how are they invested and in many times they're not in the same range that you are many times they're much higher the camera once again is another one of those prescriptions to see where you're at the camera is really the medicine that's going to help you 
feel better and understand where you at, how much risk you currently have, and if it's too much, now's the time to adjust it, to change it. And that's what these reports are going to do. And that's how we can help you take your retirement medicine. If you'd like to talk to us a little bit more about how we could accomplish that for you, write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. Or go to the website, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com. Going to head to our first break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton, and he's John Compton, and we're talking... Are you taking your medicine for your retirement? Are you taking your retirement medicine? Do you take medicine as you've gotten older for health conditions, whatever they are? Um, They may not cure your ailment, but they maybe prevent a lot more serious issues. And really, as I mentioned in the first segment, what good is it to go to the doctor if you're not going to take the the medicine and, and the plan that he's wanting to put you on? And it's a lot of times it's not always just medicine. It could be a regimen that you need to get more active, that you uh, need to quit smoking, you need to lose weight, you need to eat, stay off of certain foods. There's a number of different things that can go into helping you to have a, a healthier lifestyle. Maybe you need to go, uh, go to the gym, work out. There's a number of things that you can do that the doctor might prescribe for you as well. It's similar in a retirement plan. It's not just going to happen automatically. You need someone, uh, a a firm, a professional firm that can help you in in retirement issues. And and as a fiduciary, obviously you want to work with a fiduciary firm that has a, a really a legal and moral obligation to do what's in the best interest of the client. That's the goal that I take with our clients because I am a fiduciary. And if you're not working with a fiduciary, there is a difference as well. But part of what what I do is put together a retirement plan. We write out prescriptions, so to speak. We make recommendations and what a client should should do based on their objectives, their goals, their time frame, their risk tolerance. And as I mentioned in the first segment, that risk tolerance is a huge thing, uh, even though a lot of clients don't know, and they've been working with advisors for years, and they don't have an idea. We assign a score to it, a number. Most clients are in that 50% range, as I mentioned. But we also recommend you do a color of money risk analysis. And what we do is we look at the way you're currently invested and how much risk that has, and that gets a score too. And in most cases, it's higher than where you are. So it really puts a face on what you're doing. It really gives you an idea of what you're comfortable with, but unfortunately where, you, where your money's currently invested. And then what we I can show you then is how we can rebalance that, readjust that to where we get your current portfolio in line with your risk tolerance. Those are huge things moving forward. As a matter of fact, it's what we recommend um, as we're putting the plan together. So you need you have a better idea of how much risk you have and the impact it's going to have on you if there's a correction in the market. Most people are comfortable with that. To further add to that, the Social Security Maximization Report, I think, is one of the single most important reports that we put together for clients. These are not the typical ones you get off the internet. 
These do so much more. Some of the reports on the Internet are, are, are not truly reliable. They're not accurate. The Social Security Maximization Report takes your numbers and shows you the optimal time to draw based on life expectancies, based on your circumstances, your date of birth, when's the optimal time to draw, and then we fine-tune it a little bit by finding out what about your family situation. Because sometimes there's not longevity in the family. And even though Social Security maximization uses the average life expectancy, you may not hit those averages. Right. It may not be. It may not be pointing to you. you That's right. All of your family, you men and, the, and you on the both sides on of both the, sides right. of the family. So, not that that may happen, but we're looking at statistic wise. Might it might be better for you to draw it earlier? And and what they're comfortable with as well. Right. And but you gotta you gotta measure that up against what their current health is. You know, right. if, you, if you're in your late 50s and early 60s and you're already experiencing a lot of health issues and there's not a lot of longevity in the family, well, then that, that's, that's a true tale, telltale sign that, that you may not have that longevity as well. And we may have to adjust that uh, the way you draw Social Security or, or adjust our recommendations for you based on those factors as well. But I also always build in tremendous amount of of flexibility as to when you might draw Social Security, when you might take income. All of these things come into play. But the Social Security maximization report is so important because 64.8% of household retirement income is uh, derived from Social Security. Once again, not a small number. It's a number you need to be aware of. And it's a number that you have to recognize you're going to rely on in retirement as well. So if you understand what's your optimal time, and here, this is part of the plan, part of the prescription. The prescription might come back and say, hey, you need to draw it at 69. And when people look at the numbers there, it's an eye-opener. It really is. They come back and go, wow, I was going to draw it at 65, but... I don't know. I, we we got to sit back and look at that. I got to look back and say, man, if I wait that long and I've got, you know, and the wife's got longevity in her family and it's advantageous for her to wait to 69 or the husband to wait to 69 as well, uh, or, or you're one of the two anyway, uh, it's an eye-opener to see the numbers, especially when you come back and you sit down and you look at the numbers and their Social Security, based on the maximization report, husband and wife, now their Social Security is hitting 60000 a year. It is an eye-opener for them. That, wow, I didn't realize the impact. We only need 80 to live. That means you only got to come up with 20 off your investments or off other sources. may not be investments. They may have a pension. They may have a, uh, a rental income. They have, may have other, other sources of income. And, wow, Social Security, I'm good. And what it does is it lets them see my investment dollars that I thought I was going to have to hit hard may not have to hit as hard as I thought it was. And what happens is in those circumstances, it may be advantageous to say, well, if I'm going to retire at 66, but I'm not going to draw Social Security for three more years, then what we do is we to, to, to wait for that time period, we draw off of those managed money assets and we use that income for those three years to allow them to extend their Social Security, let it run up a little higher as well. 
Especially when the market's doing what it's doing, going up. Yeah. yeah Rake, the rake in up. the gains. Pull, pull some of the gains off and live off of them for a couple of years. And guess what happens? If it allows your Social Security to jump up to a higher amount, then what's going to happen once you, you kick in that Social Security, you may need very little to no income to live off of. Now you just take all the pressure off your investments. So even if there is a correction in the market, you're not so dependent on that money to provide 40 50% of your income because of the way you, you, we structured your, your Social Security maximization report. And I'm surprised week in and week out that the clients that tell us, my current advisor doesn't think Social Security is relevant, and he's not providing this. What it, what it amounts to is he doesn't want to do that part of the work for the clients. This is critical. How can you put together a retirement plan if you're not looking at the Social Security numbers? Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy as well. But the maximization report is, is, is a huge tool that can be a, – and if you don't know what those numbers are, it's not just 62, 66, and 70. There's a whole lot of times in between that that you need to be aware of. There's also the ability to take spousal benefits – do you understand what a uh, not only a spousal benefit, but a um, when when one spouse dies, uh, you have the ability to get a it's a spousal benefit. I'm I'm, I'm at a loss for word here, but uh, it's not the spousal, but the um, it's not a beneficiary, but it's a um, anyway. It'll come to me in a minute. But what happens is it's a survivor benefit. When one dies, the other one gets the higher of the two. It's called a survivor benefit. So, so many different things that you can utilize with Social Security that people just aren't aware of. Just like when the doctor writes a prescription, doesn't mean you understand how these medicines are made, what's, what they're made of, and the different compounds that go into it. Nobody expects you to know that. It's the same thing here. This is what we do. This is how we put a plan together for clients. Is But it's critical for you if you're going to have a successful retirement. These are numbers. These are things that you need to know. This is a prescription you need to have as well. Because if you don't do it right, there's going to be side effects. You're going to lose out. And over your retirement life, remember, if let's just say you lose out on $200 a month worth of benefits, $2,400 a year and you're retired for 20 years, that's $48,000 you left on the table. See, when you say $200 a month, it maybe doesn't sound that impressive. What if it's $300 a month? In many cases, that's a lot more, more now, yeah. by letting go to the higher age. Sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's $800, $900 a month more. You do the math on that. That's 90 $800 is $9,600 times 10. That's 96000 over 10 years. So the, 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 the life exp and now granted, that means you wait longer, you get less checks, but what you do get is much bigger. We even show you where the break-even point is, where at what age you can expect that if you live past that age, now you're playing with a lot more house money. Because you're, you're way ahead of that game. Maximization report is a key, key report that you need to know. You need to have this prescription. If you want to write down the number to get the prescription, 
1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. If you want to kick the tires, go to the website, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com. We're going to head to our second break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton, and he's John Compton. And we've been talking about, are you taking your medicine? I mean, stop and think about it. If you're in your upper 50s, 60s, and you're on medicine, I'm just going to say I think one of the most common is high blood pressure. So if you're on a blood pressure medication, would, would you even think of going for days and weeks without taking your blood pressure medicine? Most people that understand that, no. Right. Well, you know why? Because you know it could bring on a stroke, which could, A, first and the worst case scenario, kill you outright. Or secondly, really, really change the quality and standard of life that you have. If you've ever seen anybody that have just had a stroke and that's lost the use of, of one side of their body or their arm or their leg, you know it really makes uh, the remainder of your life very challenging. So, so most people that have that problem wouldn't consider just quitting cold turkey, taking that medication as well because of the effects of it. Well, you're really, the, uh, you know, even though retirement in itself is not a life or death situation, but would you really consider retiring without having all the data to help you effectively retire when you can get that would you would you really retire not understanding what's the best way to draw social security other than going to the social security office and signing up and saying well i got the biggest check i could get at that point would you not get all the facts first would you really have a portfolio set up for life for you your retirement life and not truly understand how much risk that portfolio has i mean these are legitimate questions do you know those answers to those questions if you don't then you run the risk of your retirement having a stroke not you personally (laughs) but your retirement plan having a stroke and you need a plan that's going to spell out things that that's going to have a prescription there's that's going to prevent and help you uh have a successful retirement but stop major issues from happening in your retirement that you don't want to happen like you know if you had a real stroke and your family couldn't take care of you you're going to go in a nursing home so if your retirement has a stroke what's the worst thing that could happen for me Going back to work, right? That would be a stroke in itself if you if you've been retired for a little bit and now rude awakening. Especially if you're up in your mid seventies yeah, and now right. your 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 physical limitations have kicked in a little more and you're not able to physically go back to work. That would almost feel like a real stroke, right? But yeah. not you know not physical, but having to go back to work at that age or maybe not in good health, you would wish something else would happen because that that's going to affect you almost the same way right and just like you go back to a doctor for checkups periodically uh this past week i had a a a visit with a client that i i sat down uh one in one of my clients and we did a review and um his portfolio and you know we 
Social Security is, as a matter of fact, when he became a client, he was already drawing Social Security. But we put together an income plan for him, so he and his wife got plenty of income that they need. And then we took a portion of that money and put it in managed money. So we had to tweak some of the managed money. I had a portion of it, uh, 30 40% of the managed money, in a, uh, a laddered bond portfolio. And what's happened over the past couple of years is, well, starting last year, really, going into this year, interest rates are starting to ease up. And what you're seeing is some of those bond values going down. So we tweaked it a little bit. We used some ETFs, some other conservative investments that, that I put him in. And so giving him, by tweaking it, the ability to, to make a little bit better returns without assuming a whole bunch more risk as well. So he recognized, hey, we can do a little better here in that area. Uh, the equities we had him in have done fantastic. He's, he's done really well. But the whole idea is we wrote a prescription. We're adjusting that prescription periodically. And the third thing, because so far we've mentioned three reports or three prescriptions that we can write out, and, 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 and some of them can be adjusted. We, we talked about the risk tolerance, the color of money risk analysis, which determines how your a- assets are currently invested, Social Security Maximization Report, really critical. And then we talk about doing an income plan. And the income plan is done through what is called the Compass Report. And when clients come into my office, I pull up the Compass Report once we've repaired, uh, prepared it. And most of the time, we pull it out on the second appointment because the first appointment, we're just getting all the information, starting to learn. Then the Compass Report, the first time is brought out, it doesn't mean it's chiseled in stone. There's going to be some adjustments. And that Compass Report is going to break down the other things that we've already got from you. First, it's going to show you what your Social Security is and based at the recommended age that you're going to draw it. So it's going to show you working. It's going to have your your current employment income on there up until the age that you think you're going to stop. So if you say, hey, I'm going to stop at 66, we're going to show that employment income stopping right there. All right. And then we're going to show what the desired income is going to be after that. So even though if you made 120000 while you were working and when you retire, you're comfortable retiring on seventy five, that seventy five is going to kick in at that point. And these are illustrations that we're using based on your numbers, real numbers as well. And it doesn't mean we can't tweak it or adjust it. So we look at see where your Social Security, when it's going to kick in. Maybe it doesn't kick in to two or three years later after you retire. And we're going to show you how on that report, it's going to spell out where your income is coming from, how we've positioned it. It's going to show if you have a pension, we'll have that m- amount in there. If you want to, and many times we put together your personal pension, and, and we use that by using the fixed indexed annuity strategies that we use that have a guaranteed income stream, and we determine what's the best time to kick that in. What age? Maybe we kick it in at when you retire at 66 or maybe we wait too with that until you get on social security at 68 or 69 whatever whatever the social security maximization report spells out for you 
And then you say, well, how do I live? Well, if you have a, a pension from a company, if you have rental income, we, we look at those figures that are all listed on that compass report. It's an income report. And it may be two or three years that we rely heavy on your investments, the managed money, to give you the income to fill that gap until all the other things kick into place. So what you get, you get to really see here is that we're not just taking a shot in the dark. We're spelling things out with real numbers, your real numbers. And it's a prescription that'll work. We won't have to guess about it. Now, here's the flexibility part. What happens even though you want to work to 66, something happens and you only go to 65? We build the flexibility in there to where it's not going to derail the, uh, the whole retirement. We're also going to, on the managed money side, because the other question that usually comes up is, well, what happens while I'm waiting for Social Security or, and the FIA to, fixed index annuity to kick in to give me income if the market drops? Because I'll, I'll position some of that money to generate income for you that you need now. I'll, I'll insulate that by putting it in safe, secure strategies that will give you immediate income maybe over a three- or four-year period, depending on when you retire and depending on when Social Security, the other sources of income, are going to kick in. But the whole idea here is we're spelling out. I'm spelling out for our listeners exactly how your retirement can unfold. We're writing those prescriptions out for you, and it's up to you to take the medicine, to spell. To, to lay it out so you can retire. That way when you retire one day, because when you quit and you go into your HR department and you tell everybody at work, June 1st, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm shutting it down. Do you really know if you can actually do that? Do you have a plan in place that's going to let you? Or is your plan, well, I plan on going up there in May and I'm going to sign up for Social Security. And you just, that's a shot in the dark. Do you understand just because they gave you 62, 66, and 70, they tell you what it is? Is it part of a comprehensive plan that's going to allow you to maximize, optimize your Social Security? I mean, those are real tough questions. Uh, and, and the only way you're going to get answers is to sit down and look at a plan that will allow you to plug in your numbers and see what your time frame is. I'd rather know at 62, 59 that, hey, I got to work to 66 before it really works. Or I got to get aggressive and, and save, save a whole, a whole lot, lot more money. money. Yeah. You know, I'd rather know that now than wait till I get to be 70 and go, well, you got to keep working. You know, if you don't have a plan, it's, it's harder to, to know and have confidence that what you're going to do is going to work. It's just like if you start taking high blood pressure and it, and it gets your blood pressure in that safe zone, and it maintains it, and it keeps it there, you feel a whole lot more comfortable with knowing that it's not going to spike and possibly have a stroke. And you probably feel a whole lot better. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and definitely are going to be a lot healthier, healthier as well. So having a prescription, have a plan, taking your medicine for retirement is just as critical for you. It'll definitely keep you from stressing so much. And I promise you, when your wives know that you have this type of plan in place, they feel more comfortable as well. Don't forget, write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. 
0429 and go to the website, firstsecuritynfinancialwealthmanager.com. We're going to head to our last break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. We're in our last segment uh, on this hour's show. And, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about are you taking your retirement medicine, how you have to make adjustments with your plan, but you also have to have, just like when you go to a doctor, they, they write prescriptions for you for, for your ailments, your, your uh, uh, health conditions. And most people take that seriously, and they're willing to comply because they know it could, in many cases, be a life or death type of situation. Retirement may not be a life or death per se, but I promise you in the middle of retirement, you're going to think it's almost a life or death if you run out of money or you do things incorrectly and you lose a significant amount of money in the market. Hey, those things will cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, which ultimately could lead to health issues as well. And that's, David, that's why we tried to make sure counting Social Security and the guaranteed income stream. So if something like that happens and you know what it could happen the way this market does is in the last what six to 18 years we had 250 percent losses so we try to make sure that that income stream is guaranteed so when you do have a adjustment in the market it's not going to affect you because your income streams are guaranteed and you know what we have a lot of clients that like a set income they like to know hey i maximize my social security we put a portion of their money in a fixed indexed annuity and guess what it can't lose any money in the market because of market volatility and they get an income stream paid out jointly if it's a husband and wife over their lifetime so now they know no matter what the market does over here I've got this, and I got this. I can live comfortably on that. And then what it allows us to do with our managed money platform, we can get aggressive, or we can stay true to who you are as based on your risk tolerance. But what it does is it doesn't mean that your the managed money won't lose any money. There are going to be dips in the market. It's going to go down a little bit. But because of the formulation of the way we formulate this plan, it's not going to affect your standard of living. So you're still going to get your checks every month. You're still going to get your money every month. And you're just not overly stressed that if the market is down 20, 30, 40% and you're impacted by it, that it's going to now you won't get the phone call from me saying, well, Bob, Mary, y'all going to have to quit taking so much money off your portfolio. Whereas most portfolios just pull a percentage of the investments. And when the market's going up, hey, it's, it's great. All, it's, it's great. Good. Life's good. But when the market goes down, it's a whole different. And, and what's happening is where where a lot of people get fooled is here we are. We're nine years going into the 10th year of a bull market. It's unprecedented times we're seeing. And from that standpoint. But the whole idea is, is, is that the um, if the markets adjust, it, it can impact your retirement. We, I like to do things a little differently. Some clients, instead of just taking a full um, a percentage off their portfolio, they want a certain guaranteed money. Some clients want all their money and managed money and pull income off of that. Hey, we can do that just as effectively. The difference is, is there could be some fluctuations in the market that could ultimately uh, affect your incomes income. down the road, but. 
And they need to understand that. Yeah, you need to understand based on the risk tolerance. And, I, you know, we can insulate that to a certain point by putting some, some of that money in a uh, – in in uh, in maybe a laddered bond or some uh, safe ETFs uh, or or low risk ETFs, I'll say, that allow them to pull income off of that uh, in an environment even when the market's down. So what happens? You're not exposing that money to a whole lot of risk, so it gives you money for a certain period of time while we're waiting for the markets to come back, and then it allows us to stay fairly aggressive with some of that money. There's a lot of different things. You're never going to know, though, until you sit down and see what's available, what prescriptions can fit you. Just like some medicines don't always agree with certain people, that's why there's probably a dozen different uh, high blood pressure medicines. Some yeah, if you get a side effect, you go yeah, back and you some, tell them, some, so I need to do something different. And some of them affect people, and they don't help them with their blood pressure. I know, know my mother-in-law battled it. Uh, for a while now and she finally got a doctor that that gave her a prescription that's that's worked well for her but she was she was battling that that particular issue and not all medicines agree what's the same thing here some of the prescriptions were right some clients don't like make some like a fixed index annuity because they like that idea of knowing they had that set income some some are not as comfortable with it and you know what the whole purpose is we can write a different prescription still meet your objectives as part of a plan and you need to understand how you're going to be impacted no matter what happens. And that's the whole key with our strategies and what we do. You got to have a plan. You got to understand and have a prescription and take your medicine and know. So when you do hit your retirement time frame, you can feel a whole lot better in knowing that you're making this decision and you feel comfortable. You're not just taking a shot in the dark. We're not just guessing at what we're doing. Sounds like a good idea. No, no. Base it on facts, not emotions. Same thing with Social Security. Understand you're, you're maximizing that Social Security. You're optimizing it by taking it at, at a time that's ideal for you and your wife at that circumstance and that situation. And, and feel really comfortable about that, especially when I sit down with clients and they, they see some of the numbers of where their Social Security can be. They're blown away by it. And had they not taken the time to sit down and look at that, they wouldn't have known that. And most of those clients would have locked Social Security in at 62, 63, 64. I'm not saying that that's never a good option, but it's not the one that should be exercised every single time. Right. And unfortunately, 62 is still the, uh, the majority age that most people sign up for Social Security, and I'm blown away with it. They're leaving thousands of dollars on the table over the long haul, and especially if you're still working. We, we've seen that a number of times. Clients come in, well, I started taking it at 62. You had one that came in the other day said there, wasn't there, the CPA told him to take it at 62 yeah. and he was still working. Yeah. said that was the best thing to do, and it's like, wow. What, what, what horrible advice. But that's what they told them. At 62, you need to take it. Not if you're still going to work. Never take it at 62 if you're working for Well, he had, to cut his, he had to cut his time back to where he could only make a certain amount of money at that point. Yeah, because they won't take it all back and, if he and, did. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what he did. And he goes, yeah, I was kind of okay with it. Well, he's 62. Now he started that years ago. Now he's 71. He goes, yeah, he said, I kind of messed up. He said, I should have waited. But it's too late. Yeah. You stuck with that. You stuck with that payment forever, right? And the whole idea of the Social Security maximization reports are going to show you the pros and cons 
We're going to show you what it is to take it at 62, but we're also going to show you at 70 and everywhere in between as well. And you know what? If you got to do it at 68, it's a whole lot better than 62, I oh, promise yes. you. And, and, and what you'll find is that a lot of times it's not a big difference between 68 and 70 as there is between 62 and 68. Yeah. Now, and, and a lot of people will say, well, if I start early, it takes me all these years to get the money back. And I said, well, yeah, if you're planning on dying early. But, you know, right now the fastest growing segment in our country, people living past 90. So that means if you retired at 62 and started drawing Social Security and you didn't have a pension and you just had some 401K money, that's thir- that's almost 30 years. Or, yeah. or it is 30 Well, but you know the Social Security maximization report tells you exactly that's based on what choice you make. In other words, at what time you chose it, it's going to show you the break-even point. Right. Okay? Cause, so if you waited until your full retirement age of 66 and didn't draw it at 62, that's four years. You go, wow, four years, 12 months out of the year, I missed 48 Social Security checks. But it'll tell you what age. Most of the time, it's around that 78 age to where you break even. So what that means is you live past 78 a great deal of them is right in that range. You live past 78, and you're playing with a whole lot more of house money at that point. That means now taking the higher amount worked a lot better for you. Because and don't next- think if you're 62, when you turn 78, things are not going to be a whole lot more expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, and you can't just look at it based on one life expectancy, because if that's the husbands, and most of the time wives, 80% of the time women outlive husbands, there's always the 20% that don't. Uh, but most of the time, 80% of the time women outlive husbands. And when the husband dies, fellas, she gets your Social Security check because most of the time yours is the biggest. So you can't just look at it for you based on when you might die. You're passing that on to your wife as well. So. It's part of a plan. We want you to take your medicine, not your your literal medicine the doctor gave us gave you, but your retirement medicine as well. You, and to do it, you got to write this number down so we can give you a prescription. 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. Or go to the website, uh, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com. There's access to many reports that you can uh, click on and and start that process as well. Or just give us a call, 1-800-858-3029. It's going to wrap up another show. You folks have a good weekend. We'll be back next week. And thank you for listening to the First Security Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact David Compton at First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. Call 800-858-3029 or visit their website at firstsecurityfinancialshow.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Louisiana or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Louisiana. Insurance products and services are offered through an affiliated company, David Compton, Inc., DBA First Security Financial.